Hey, welcome everybody to the Rocket Hour podcast, recorded at one of our great partnership sites, Gloria Day Lutheran Church. I am your host, Matt Ruzak, principal at John Marshall High School. Our co-host this week is... Hi, I'm Viva. And Viva, tell them a little bit about yourself. Um, I'm a sophomore at John Marshall. Um, yeah, I'm excited to be here. Viva um, eagerly was asking about participation <laughs> in the podcast. Would you say you still have the same level of excitement or have nerves taken over? Oh, I'm excited. I'm a little nervous. A little nervous, right. but yeah, yeah. we'll get her done. Good, good, good. And uh, our chief engineer on this effort is the multi-talented and the multi-tired, uh, Chris Roberts, because Chris, um, again, volunteered more than he ever fathomed he would volunteer uh, for this. But uh, they were on a retreat last or just yesterday, and here he is today working this. Um, so thank you, Chris. We love you, buddy, very, very much. All right. Um, this week, it's kind of exciting. It's the uh, following of our um, introduction of the podcast to the Rochester Post Bulletin newspaper. Did you read the story, Viva? I did not. Do, does anyone read the um, actual physical newspaper, or do you guys get all your news virtually? Um, I'm going to be honest. I'll only read it if I'm in it. <laughs> <laughs> this is good for the list. This is good for our PB folks. Um, but Jordan was here, and Jordan writes. Um, uh, Jordan writes almost all of the educational pieces. He follows the school board, hilariously follows the school board. If you follow him on Twitter, he has some great um, pieces on Twitter. So he's going to be uh, featured with a question from the PB this week because we posed the challenge, and he just came through. I just got it. We also have with us today uh, some special guests. You want to introduce yourself? Uh, Ronnie Lyons. Ronnie Lyons, tell us about yourself, Ronnie Lyons. Uh, first year at John Marshall. I'm a junior. Um, I'm pretty talkative. If I get to know you, I'm comfortable around you. Uh, and you're very comfortable around one particular staff member <laughs> at our school. Who is that staff member? Miss Kraske. And so, Miss Kraske, you're going to hear the door open and close in just a few minutes because Miss Kraske was dutifully finishing seventh hour, and she's going to be joining us for this section. And uh, Ronnie and Miss Kraske are gonna are really gonna go after it here. I think today is that correct? Yeah, we we fight here and there in class, <laughs> <laughs> not physically. No, but. no, no, not at all. Because my money's on Miss Kraske. I <laughs> go there at all, Ronnie. Okay. Yeah. And then we have a community expert today. Uh, Want to introduce yourself, their community expert? Yes, I'm Rodney Sharp. I am the equity specialist at John Marshall. I'm a former Rocket. Actually, 20 years this year, class Whoa, of 2003. Right yes. on. Yeah, so love that I'm back at John Marshall. Yeah, so um, towards, you know, following kind of what we've set up here as our flow for this podcast, we'll hear a little bit more about what Mr. Sharp does. Um, but most importantly, uh, Mr. Sharp embodies all that we kind of hope the Rockets are. And being an alumni and a graduate, he said he was a Rocket. He is a Rocket. Always He's a always rocket. a Rocket. Yeah. Um, so we're super excited to have Mr. Sharp. All right, so we're going to get ourselves kicked off. Are you ready for this? And Ooh, let me get comfortable. The fun part is, this is so last week we had um, the PB in with us, and they were kind of part of our conversations, Viva. Uh, this week we have Ms. Kraske coming in. Has anyone ever watched Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood? No. I have, clearly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So Mr. Rogers, they would like hear that, oh, someone's at the door, and then they would open up. That's what we're going to have to do with Ms. Kraske. Are you guys down for that? Yeah, yeah let's well. like, yeah. Okay, all right. Well, let's get us let's get us started. Cool? Um, this is a fun one for me, and we can do it without Ms. Kraske for sure to start. Uh, and Beva, I'm going to kick it off to you first, okay? okay? You're our guest host. I'll ask the first question, and then we'll kind of bounce back and forth off of each other like we do. Okay. And we'll, I'll be curious to hear answers from, from Ronnie and uh, Mr. Sharp as well. But in your eyes, what does it mean to be a Rocket? Um, I think being a Rocket is just being, like, involved in the Rocket community, kind of, you know, joining clubs, building communication, like, relationships with staff and, like, like club members, making friends through that. And I think, like, looking back and be like, that's what I meant to be a Rocket was – being friends, hmm. being in that club, having communication with that teacher, a special relationship, that's what it means to me. And follow-up to that, has it been mm -hmm. hard to do those things? You're pretty outgoing. Uh, yeah, um, definitely not. I think you'll kind of find that moment when you know that teacher kind of understands you more than just on a teacher level. You'll mm -hmm. know, like, this person gets me, and, like, 
you kind of feel that spark and you're like, I know that th- I can trust this adult. And like, it's kind of nice to know that you can go through your high school life knowing you have a trusted adult at school. And that means a lot to me. Yeah. So cool. Yeah. Ronnie, what's uh, it mean to be a rocket to you? This is your first year yeah, as a rocket. Yeah. First year here. So, uh, I would say like just being positive and like, uh, outside of school, like even if someone's having like a bad day, you're mm-hmm. willing to pick them up. And like just helping lead if you need help with anything in school or outside of school, I would say. How, how have you felt? Because it's, it's kind of different coming in as a junior yeah. to a high school. Did it take you time? I'm always curious about yeah, that. Or did yeah. you feel welcome? Yeah, it definitely took time because I came from Casson, just okay. about 15, 20 minutes from here, which is a way smaller town than here, mm-hmm. where I knew everyone there. And here I knew a couple friends here from elementary school, but it took it probably took me a, a while uh, to fit in, really, to get to know more people and get comfortable. Yeah. Because I would say, me and Miss Kraske, I didn't really like her too much. Yeah. And then after a couple <laughs> while, a while, me and Miss Kraske start to click, and I started to become myself and talk more because I got more comfortable, obviously. Right yeah, and then now me and Miss Kraske are like best friends, <laughs> <laughs> love and hate relationship. I was just gonna say I've heard both of you say love hate yeah, relationship that's, about a hundred different yeah, times. Yeah, that's what I would say a love and hate relationship. One day we hate each other, one day we love each other. Yeah, so, would you yeah. say you love each other every day? But there's just a yeah, little bit of hate it, sprinkled yeah, in. Yeah, it might be a little a little rough <laughs> here and there, but not too much. Yeah, you know? I like that. All right, Mr. Sharp, we don't typically go to our special guests and all of our questions, but you're special in this instance because you are and have been a rocket. What does it mean for you to be a rocket? I think it's just one of those things that always stick with you. You know, now that, you know, I work at JM, I have a lot of JM uh, out clothing and stuff, and I'll see people out, you know, I heard someone at Casey's the other day, like, class of 75, and mm. even say, you know, once a rocket, always a rocket, and it's like, that's something that must really stick if people who are saying it after, you know, they graduated in 75. So it must be some truth to it if it's still sticking around. Well, and, and 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 it's interesting you say that because I, I you know as we're 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 working towards this project, the identity project, and Miss Vasquez, who's our community school uh, site facilitator, is working on it, and there's going to be murals and and things like that that are coming into play. Um, I had a number of people who said to me, you know, I don't really um, see myself as my university, but I always think of myself as a rocket. That doesn't always happen, I don't think, in high school. But it, it tends to be that way with JM alum. You know, yeah, I went off to college or I did, or I went to whatever RCTC or I went to this university, but I always feel this drawback to JM. There's something unique about it, which I kind of love. Yeah, I even coached basketball at Century, you know, and almost, you know, I'm ashamed to say this, one time the JM fight song was playing, I almost stood up. Yeah. Just out of habit when I was <laughs> That would have been fine. That would have been fine. That would have been welcomed, actually. That would have been great. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, Century listeners, but we would have supported that. All right, Viva, you're up. Um, Where are we going next? Any question? Any question. Feel free. Oh, um, gosh. You were nervous about number two. <laughs> I was, guys, I was overthinking questions. <laughs> um, who is someone that has influenced you in your life and why? Mm. Is that me? Yeah, um, go ahead, Ronnie. Uh, I would probably say my big brother or my mom. Mainly my mom because my mom is a single mom. Mm. So, like, she pushes me because she's, like, a dad to me and a mom to me, too. She pushes me, like, she. I started with being, like, a young adult. She pushes me to places where I need to be when I become an adult. Like, for instance, uh, I have some bills I have to pay. Not big bills. Like, I pay my phone bill because I have two jobs. So she, like, starts me with there. Mm. I, I help around the house. She's just a big part of me. Um, yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah. What's your mom's name? Ebony. Ebony. Yeah. So you're like the fourth or fifth student on this podcast that's referenced their mom. Yeah. I I think we need to have like a mom podcast. (laughs) (laughs) We might just need to bring them in. Yeah. That's spectacular. Yeah. Beva? Oh, gosh. Um, who's someone? I would have to say my dad. Um, Every time I just hear about, like, the stories he tells us, the, like, what he did to come here, like, it just means a lot, and it's, like, it well, sure it a little you. bit. Um, yeah, so he was born and raised in Nepal, same with my mom, mm-hmm. but um, he got, came here for education, and so we first, oh, look yeah, who's well, at the door. Who's at the door. 
Oh, hey, Miss Kraski. We're live and, and uh, on fire right now, so this is super fun. Yes, I'm going to give you my chair right there. You get to sit next to Ronnie. There you go. No, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. 100%. Mr. Ruzak is punting, but uh, it's what I'm good at, I guess. So um, continue. Miss Kraski, welcome to the podcast. We talked about it much like Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood where we say, oh, Who's at the door? <laughs> Beva was just in the middle of telling us um, the influential aspect of her dad and his yeah. journey from Nepal. So, so let's yeah, hear it. Um, he was born and raised in Nepal. Um, everybody in my family was except me. And so I think that can also play a part, you know, being the only one that was like born in America. Like you kind of you kind of inherit those stories. And like I just love hearing them because you pass them on. And like he worked so hard to come to America and for education and like you hearing those stories what he did or like oh when I was your age I did this and you're like well I better get my stuff together like you know it's that kind of thing that like pushes you like okay like keep in the back of your head like you got to keep going for family like family yeah. always comes first so so it's it's um it's for me as a dad and as a principal but more so as a dad it's always impactful to hear this so I hope our moms and dads are listening because it clearly shows. And when you all talk, Ronnie, when you talked about your mom, your face lights up, right? So it's like really important for us to get that message out. And it's also, um, I think, a huge gift for you all to share this with us. So I'm grateful for that. Miss Kraske, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Um, how about, would you feel comfortable sharing with us someone that's been a big influence in your life? Um, my parents, definitely. And um they're not with me anymore. They've been gone uh, 18 years for my mom and 16 for my dad, and I miss them every single day. Um, and along with them, my great-aunt Mary was a huge influence in my life. She was um, executive director of the Iowa Food Retailers Association at a time when women were not in the working world. And she was just an amazingly strong woman um, who always knew exactly the right thing to say and always had the best advice. And I really, really miss her a lot. It's mm. good. Thanks for sharing. Yeah. Now, something that we get to share with you is this. Ronnie shared, um, we talked about what it means to be a rocket. And uh, Ronnie shared that he has felt very welcomed and that at first he wasn't real sure about his relationship with you. <laughs> but did you mention the love-hate relationship yeah. <laughs> we actually said verbatim that yep, that yep. there is a great deal of love every day but uh there's a good ba healthy banter between the two of you yes so all right okay well very good we're so glad you're here miss kraski our next question is this and i'll take it because beva was afraid of this one oh, gosh. pancakes or waffles oh. you got to give us where you sit uh, I'm going to let you wait and think about this for a little bit because I knew okay. it gave you a bit of anxiety. Miss um, Kraske, kick us off. Where are you going to go, pancakes or waffles? This. I've heard the debate on the other podcast, and I'm going with waffles because pancakes are easy, and you make them all the time. But when you when you have a good oh, waffle, it's just – and you do have to have butter in every, in every little square. It has to be melty. But, yeah, I'm a waffle person because I don't get them very much or very often. Oh, that's that's a hard one because it all depends. To me, when when I did basketball, when I did AAU, hotel waffles. Oh, yes. that's a good. You that's a great argument from the machine. Flip, yes, you can't go wrong with those. So yeah, I, I, that's a, I would say waffles too because just for the hotel waffles and pancakes, I'm I'm iffy with them. I don't hate them. I'll still eat them. But yeah. I'm going with waffles. Oh, too. Viva, the pressure is on here oh, because gosh. it's almost always <laughs> been a pancake room. So this is sharp. You're going to have to get in on this one. Uh, right. Viva, let's hear it. Pancakes or waffles? Um, I hate to disappoint you guys, but I'm going to have to say pancakes. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. That's my choice. Um, I would say pancakes because I feel like a good Belgian waffle is good, but like I feel like you can customize more with a pancake. Like You can put a lot more. Like You can put like chocolate chips or like mm. berries in it, and like I feel like with a waffle it just it's a good fluffy waffle but like with a pancake you can put like a lot more things on it and make it you know like your own like okay. customize it you know banana pancake or like yeah a good banana pancake hard to beat why no is everybody, why is everybody no, shaking I their head absolutely hate bananas <laughs> <laughs> i can't stand them 
the smell, the texture, just keep them away from this me. This is awesome. Ms. Kresge, we knew you would be a good addition to this podcast. All right, Mr. Sharp, where are you at? On waffles, just because chicken and waffles is the best. <sighs> So if you can add chicken to something, like I'm going to pick it every time. Yeah. <laughs> so Mr. Sharp and I shared a, a, a residence, but didn't at the same time. But mm. we both lived right near Waterloo, um, mm. and the waffle stop in Waterloo has a real mean chicken and waffles. Yes. So that could easily persuade <laughs> me the other direction. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. All right. Okay, Beva, you're up. What do you got for him? Um. Hmm. What? Principal. All right. Principal, what do you wish JM to would to be like in the next two years? Oh, it's a great question. Um, you know, and it changes. It's really interesting to me. But I'm. This is my first year at John Marshall High School as the principal. But I've been involved with John Marshall for some time, so I had kind of a perception of what it was, and it, I, I greatly and grossly underestimated um, the significance of the staff and students of John Marshall. And I had a huge favorable opinion before I even came. Um, so what I really want to see in two years, I would say, is that our community has a better understanding of who we are and why we are. Uh, because I think with an understanding becomes um, uh, not acceptance. I'm not interested in acceptance. I'm interested in celebration and support and understanding. Our staff kills it um, for our kids, and our students have this incredible wealth of talent and, and knowledge and expertise, and, and I think it gets dismissed um, too quickly. Uh, we're an incredible resource. So I'm going to shoot for two years. I want um, a better awareness of who we are, not from us. We know it. We know who Rockets are. But I want people who did not go through John Marshall High School to clearly understand why we're so important, and I mean the students and staff. That's my goal. Ronnie, what do you got? Uh, I would say when I listen to the podcast, what I heard Amir say, I haven't been down there. Uh, the weight room. Uh, I heard that from Amir, so I'm going to give that one out there, too. Yeah, it needs um, some love, doesn't it? Yeah. Uh, I would say better service, better Wi-Fi. <laughs> um, that one out there well, right now we've got none. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, a good one. I would say um, uh, that was a good one. I'm come back to me. Okay, all right. Okay, Miss Kraski. Oh my gosh, um, I think we're doing a lot of great things right now. I would like to see um, some more cohesiveness academically with our grading policies um, and just more and just supporting kids to help them do the best they can mm. and meeting them where they are. <laughs> I agree with that. Viva, you can't skip um, a question. Go ahead. Oh, what I do you got, got you. Two um, years? In two years, I would I would like to see. Um, I think we're doing a great job right now. You know, kind of having that restart from COVID. Mm -hmm. I think that definitely gave us all like a new opportunity, kind of like to start over in a way. Like, I kind of felt that way, and um, I would like to see like more clubs. I mean, we're seeing so many so mm -hmm. far, and like I just love seeing all the posters hung up of a new club. Like we have a garden club now. Like. And they're crushing it. They're crushing it, and it makes it makes my heart happy to know like different parts, like not just academically, like you were saying, but like like bring kind of coming out of our shell. And I like I would love to see more of that. I kind of want that chart to keep going up, you know, like yeah. kind of different clubs, you know. Yeah. Growing, yeah, I would and, love to see that. And with that, I will say um, with student leaders too, mm. because yes. our our JM Pride GSA group, we just haven't found a time to meet this year and that and I feel bad about that but I want I would love for students to step up and run those clubs and just have staff there just to hang out and be their supervisor yeah yeah we just need that time yep. yeah it's yep. hard all right I'm curious about this um, and we talked about it on the van ride over and I know that the art of debate is strong <laughs> with these two here, Biva, that have joined us oh for this guest. Yeah. <laughs> um, this past, I would say, three weeks, we've experienced no internet, no service, no email, no access to Google, no calendar. Uh, good thing, bad thing. What's your What's your take on it? I'm not gonna lie. I like it with no internet. Why? Because. Uh, the day goes by, we talked about this, uh, the day goes by way smoother, and I just realized that we use the internet for a lot of things, and I didn't even realize hmm. all the things that run on the internet when 
our heating system stopped working because the internet. Our, <laughs> our bells, right. our bells stopped working because the internet. A bunch of stuff stopped working. I liked it, and then it was like more interactions with like mm. during class instead of just doing like we get an assignment, we have to do it on a Chromebook. And I feel like with us talking more, we can build bonds with people you wouldn't even think you could build bonds with. I love class. that. Yeah. So yeah. Good, Miss Kraski. The teacher perspective. Uh, where well, you at? Um, I think overall, it's it's been a good reset for me, and it's made me aware, like what Ronnie said. I do make my students use Chromebooks way too much. Um, I had my creative writing class journal about what they thought about how things were going, and almost every single one except for like two kids said they liked writing on paper more, and it made me think I need to do that stuff mm. more. Um, it's been easier for me. I've realized I've been doing too much for kids because every day when, when we have um, Google or when we have access to the Internet, I put my slides on Google Classroom every yeah. single day, which is good. But it takes a lot of my time, and I couldn't do that. Right. Um, so that was nice, <laughs> like just writing on the board and yeah. saving a little time in my planning. Um, so I think it's just made me aware that I need to find a better balance. Well, yeah. and it's interesting, the balance part. And, Viva, I'm curious to hear your thoughts, too, because um, I had a number of students who said to me the first week it was – now, granted, it was also 75 and sunny. It was beautiful that week. What, but What is that like? I don't, I don't know what it's like. <laughs> it's a long yeah. memory, isn't it? Um, but kids would say, students at JM would tell me, Mr. Ruzik, it's the best sleep I've had in weeks because um, yeah. I'm not freaking out if I miss something and yeah. I'm not checking my Google at yep. midnight. And yeah. I had an uh, 11th grade uh, student say to me, I, no matter what time it was, if I woke up, I would always open my Chromebook and check and see if I missed something. Oh, my gosh. So I just think about the lack and loss of, of that anxiety that comes with constantly being accessible. And nobody's supposed to be that accessible. We're all supposed to have some form of a dead zone, right? And we just we didn't give that to each other. So that part for me was a real gift. And we shouldn't we shouldn't forget it, I don't think. Viva, mm -hmm. what's your thoughts? Um, I'm... I would have to agree with what you guys are saying. Um, I've noticed in the past like three weeks, I've like, like been getting better sleep. I've mm. been like, this might sound odd, but I've been feeling more motivated in a way. Like knowing that like I don't have technology to rely on, I can go into class, be like, I'm ready to do things on pen and paper, take notes. I can visually see in front of me, and I'm actually gonna share like a moment of realization. So okay. this was like the. When it was like 85 degrees, um, I had walked into my math class and we had like no technology. And like we usually do math on paper anyway. But yeah. my math teacher, she was like, shout out Mr. Waring. Um, <laughs> we were like, he was like, let's go to the library and pick out a book. And when I tell you, when a high schooler hears that sentence, yeah. you're like, what's a library? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I was like, I was like, wow, I haven't heard anybody tell me that yeah. in a couple of years. And a math and, teacher. And a math teacher. I was, like, I was like, am I in the right class right oh, now? Oh, it's so cool. And so we went to the library and we picked out a book and I just remember like sitting on a chair, like the sun was beaming. I was mm. in shorts and I just, I picked out a good read and the entire library was just silent and we were all just reading. And then um, till now, even with technology back, he still does this five minute reading every morning. Oh my gosh, you class. are making Miss Kraski's and, heart yes. sing. <laughs> this is amazing. Like, it's such a little thing that has made such a big impact. Like, yeah. I genuinely think my mental health has just been so much better these past three weeks. Wow. I don't wake up, close my alarm, and see like the 50 plus emails of assignments my teachers posted to right. me. And I'm like, okay, what is this? What is that? Like, I don't remember learning this. Like, I don't have to worry about that. And like, we took like an on test paper in my chemistry class. And, yeah. Like, I liked it a lot. Like, oh my I, gosh. I wasn't just staring at my Chromebook and like, oh, there's a notification. Like, it's not distracting. I felt really locked in yeah. what I was doing. And I've been feeling that for like three weeks. I just feel really engaged yeah. in learning. And going off of what Ronnie said, like, you don't realize how much technology dependent we are until right. this happened to us. Like, it was insane. I felt so like cleansed. Huh. Is it, is Whoa, that that's cleansed? a cool word. Yeah, I good like that. Word, Very yeah. Good word, yeah. 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 Oh. And, um, I'm, and I know there are people that are, that are going to be listening to this that say, like, have you all lost your mind? <laughs> <laughs> because there are students and staff, too, that would say, like, it's boring or whatever. And part of that, I, I think, is a dependency piece. But then there are other aspects that certainly have provided some benefits to it, too. But I hope we do not race back to what we, mm -hmm. you know, so... 
good. All right, people, what else you got up there? Oh, another question? Yeah. Um, and I did get update, if we had any uh, sounders, I did get the, the question from Jordan at the PB because that was his assignment for us. So okay. you ask, and then I'll share with you, Jordan. Any question? Yeah. Does yeah, it have to be from way. this? No. Ooh, That's um, the beauty of having a, a, a new student guest host. Ooh. Oh, um, if you could travel anywhere in the world, where would you go? Ah, very good. And were you asking me first? Yeah. We can go in a circle. The pressure. So this one's an easy one for me because I am a romantic at heart, and I'm also a fly fisherman. And I hope at some point Miss Kraske reads the next great American novel written by Matt Ruzek. <laughs> <laughs> so not to put any pressure I, on myself here. I will read it as long as you take me to the red carpet. All right. It a movie. <laughs> yes. Yes. If you I, can just I can take go. my place. I, yeah. Um, I, but my place I would go without a question is New Zealand. New Zealand has this, like um, – like mystically clear, cool water, they're brown trout, nerd alert, nerd alert. But their brown <laughs> trout are almost transparent um, because they have to mirror the water, um, the environment that they're in. They're super hard to catch because they just are super leery of anyone that's coming into their area. And I feel like that would in turn give me the motivation I need to write that next great American novel, never to be seen again by anyone on the human planet. <laughs> um, so that's where I would go, New Zealand. Easy one. I think about it all the time. Wow. All right, Miss Kraske, let's hear it. And don't say Cedar Rapids, Iowa. I mean, it's lovely, but you don't no, have to I'm say from, No, no, no. Well, I am from Iowa. I know you know. are. Yeah. Grimes, <laughs> Iowa. Shout out to Grimes. Um, I would go to Ireland. I'm half Irish. Ah. My maiden name is Fitzgerald. Um, which I actually prefer over my current last name. But um, anyway, no, it, it's okay. I, it's still my middle name. Um, I love. I would just love to see Ireland and see yeah. the history and the culture. And um, it's beautiful, absolutely beautiful. I've never been overseas, mm-hmm. and so I definitely want to go sometime soon. All right, Ronnie. You going to um, go with Miss Kratzky? Uh. <laughs> I would say out of the country because I'm not really a travel person. I've been to a couple states here and there. Yeah. But to me, I like to like tour. Like I like to see like outside to see the cool things. So I would like to see like I would like to go to Hawaii or uh, or like Paris. Okay. To like just to experience outside of. Uh, where I live now, so yeah. just like to see how different it is from here than there, and just to see all the different cool things, you know, because I'm a big, I like to be outside a lot, and like to see new things that I've never seen. And mm. Are you an adventurous eater? Would you try different foods? Uh, I'm like iffy with that kind okay. of, like, I don't like certain foods, like, I'm not an egg person, like, <laughs> so like, uh... It depends. I'm like, it depends how like it looks or okay. smells. <laughs> I, I'm that type of person. I'm a picky eater. I'm not yeah. gonna lie. So chicken tenders. Yeah, like yeah. to be honest, <laughs> I, I'll like eat the same meal over and over. And over. <laughs> if I know it's good, like you're gonna stick with yeah, it. Yeah, I'll stick with it. But I'm not afraid to like try something new. Yeah, just to see if I like it or not. So Beva, yeah. where are you um, going? Yeah, I kind of piggybacking off what you said. I'm also a romantic at heart, so Paris probably. Uh, um, sorry, Ronnie, but I'm actually a huge foodie. I love food. I love pasta. Okay. Huge carb. Yep. Um, yeah, I <laughs> just always see like sometimes just going through Pinterest, those like really pretty pictures in Paris. You're like, man, yeah. I really just want to, you know, just want to step through that picture. That's definitely me with Paris for sure. Well, romantic at heart. I mean, I think you could also write the next great American novel. There oh too, yeah, right? you me featuring. Yeah, let's feature, go. Let's yeah, do let's this. Go, huh? yeah. uh, go ahead, Sharp. You lay it on us. Where are you going? It's somewhere golf related. I'm thinking. Honestly, if I had to pick just one thing I would want to do, I would just love to watch a Duke North Carolina basketball. Oh, like that's where if I had my one. Any location well, in particular? At Durham. Durham? Yeah. Yeah. But if I had to go somewhere, I'm not a big plane person, so I don't want to be on a plane for a long time. So I'll pick, like, Alaska. Okay. I think mm-hmm. it would be just cool just to see, you know, the outdoors there, like one of the last untouched American places. Yeah. So I would love to be there, go there. Well, I would go – so far, all of you guys, I would go with you guys to wherever you're asking. All right, are we ready for Jordan from the PB's question? Mm-hmm. 
This is geared more specifically towards um, our students, but Ms. Kraske, you can certainly jump in and maybe uh, you can argue whatever Ronnie says because that makes for good listening. <laughs> Here's the question. What do you think the broader community misunderstands about being a student at JM or just high school students in general? Oh, is this for me? Uh, let's start with you, Bebe. Oh, yes. okay. Um, so I would say they kind of – so, like, going off of what you said about the question I asked you, of like, how you'd like to see in two years, people always have their, like, opinion base. Like, you say you're from JM, they're like, oh, and, like, kind of keep their own opinion to themselves. And, like, I think I can't put, like, my brain in theirs and know what they're thinking, but I just – Whatever they're thinking is, like, whatever I, I, like, know kind of what they're talking about. They're, like, it could be a hundred things they're thinking of, but, like, you just kind of kind of take a hand, like, oh, they're probably talking about this or they're probably talking about that. And so, yeah, I think broader specifically, it's always either towards, like, academics it's targeted or, like, athletics mm. it's targeted. And I think, like, over that's, like, the main thing people always think of when they think of JAM is, like, they'll look at those two targets specifically. Okay. Or, like, yeah, even the students, they might get into that. I think that's what overall okay. is what they would think. Ronnie, what do you think? Oh, that's What's good, misunderstood? That's a good question because I get all the questions, how JM, how's that? Yeah. So um, I think from, I think people just think JM is just like this, such a bad school, but it's really not to me because I, I underestimated it hmm. from last year to this year. I thought I was going into a terrible school. Yeah. With everything that happened last year, if you went there, you would know. Not gonna say all that, but uh it's way better this year now and I like it. It's uh it's good. It's not what you think it is until you actually go there. So I wouldn't judge a book by its cover. Yeah. So uh and I would say yeah, they look at the athletics and academics wise really. Yeah. Good. Miss Kraske, let's hear your thoughts. Okay, misunderstood about JM and yeah. high school. Um <clears throat> First of all, I think uh, people misunderstand and just don't know how much high school kids have to deal with mm -hmm. right now. The mental health issues are astounding, and it's amazing that s these kids come to school and mm -hmm. try every day with the stuff that they're dealing with. Um, a lot of it's heartbreaking and just hard stuff. Um, also, just how great our kids are, and high school kids in general, how Agreed. genuinely overall good at heart they are and funny. Like... I laugh every day at my job. I mean, I wouldn't still be doing this if I, I'm never That's bored, true. ever bored. <laughs> it's always fun. Shout yeah, shout out to Ronnie for making me laugh every day. I can give a lot of other shout outs. That a was a requested yes. shout out, <laughs> listening audience. I don't know if that counts. <laughs> I love it. But like, I mean, Ronnie's been buckling down and working hard in class and asking for help. And, yeah. and our kids want to do well. They, they mm. do. They're... Um, they care about how they're doing, and they care about other people. And I, I love JM. I wouldn't want to be anywhere else. I, I think, by and large, that is it. Um, people underestimate how much students have, mm -hmm. um, A, to carry, and B, that they want to provide. Um, and their desire is, is, is immense. Um, and I do think that it happens. Um, I didn't realize how much we forget um, what we were like until we spend a few minutes um, listening to high school students. Um, you're, you're, they're remarkable. And I, I have the uh, absolute gift of being at John Marshall, which I think is the best place in all of Rochester. I really, truly feel that way. Um, but we, we underestimate what you all can provide for our community, mm -hmm. what insights you can provide in regards to um, values and, and worth, and um, we just fail to listen. So um, if you're a community member and listening, come over and see us. It, you can't really hear a story and, and, and figure this out. You have to feel it. Um, there's something very m magical about walking the halls of John Marshall High School. And to the student, they all want to do well. Yep. Each one just has a different hurdle in front of them to get to that point. So. And I think about when I was in high school, which was just 30, a few year, 30, years, 30 ago. years ago, yeah. um, which doesn't seem real. But <laughs> no, I've, it doesn't. I've told students that when we left school, the people who are our age, um, we left. We went home and we right. did our thing. And maybe we called each other on the telephone, right. the dial phone. But social media follows them 
everywhere. All the time. And and I know we talk about how social media is a stress, but the the mental stress that that puts on kids, like you were just like you were talking about with a Chromebook or kids checking their Chromebook yeah. the second they wake mm-hmm. up, that's just gross. And hmm. I think that I don't understand what that feels like at all. Um, but that's so much more pressure than what I ever had to deal with. Agreed. Yeah, kind of going off of what you were talking about with social media, I think social media leads to those assumptions that are made mm-hmm. about the other schools for sure. And like, you kind of never know, like every high school student's going through something. And so like, everybody always has an opinion about what other schools like. Like you talk to somebody from another school, they're going to be have an opinion about you. You're going to have an opinion about them. That's just how human is. Absolutely. You're always going to have something in the back of your mind. And I think social media can play into that. And I think... At the end of the day, we're all just trying to get through high school, and we're all mm-hmm. just trying to do good and trying to get a degree, man. Like <laughs> we're all we're all trying to succeed in our own yeah. route. And I think like w- I think making assumptions is like a natural human body sure. thing. But like I think there's a limit to where you can take that take that to the point where like your own school is like demonstrated in that way. And so yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, Mr. Sharp. Yeah, I think like what Miss Kraski said. A lot of us adults tend to forget the way we did school is completely different than how school is done now. And we go into it with the thinking, not us, people from the outside, go into the thinking of the same way they did school. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's not that way. Mm-mm. You know, like, if a teacher told me something, I had to believe it. If a teacher tells them something, they can go on Google real quick. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, see, you're wrong. That's yeah. why we shut it down. Oh, I mean, I mean, we were hacked. So, so it's completely different. And, you know, in the biggest misconception is that like uh even roddy said like jm for as long as i remember has had this reputation as the quote-unquote bad school Mm -hmm. and it's not like you know they talk about all these things that happen i'm like that didn't like i was at a golf course one day and a person was telling me about something that they heard happen at jm i'm like that didn't happen yeah and they're like well yeah it did i'm like I was there today. (laughs) I worked there, man. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, oh, well, that's what my son told me. First thing, don't always believe what your kids tell you. But it's just like, that two-year question, like, I wish in two years the the perception of JM would change. Yeah. Look at us different than us, the quote-unquote bad school. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree, I, I, and I, it's a hard one to uh, to understand, but I, you know, and it's filled with misunderstandings and misconceptions and preconceived notions mm-hmm. and ideas. Um, and I don't know why we feel a, a need to do that. Uh, Beavis said it's kind of human nature. It is, mm-hmm. uh, but it's really an unfortunate reality because mm-hmm. um, there's beautiful human beings that live and breathe in John Marshall High School and in all of the other high schools in our community as well. So, if you're one of those individuals that have a, a of already made up your mind, come and see us for 10 minutes, I dare you. Um, and we'll, we'll change your mind really quickly. And I'll even say that at the job fair, you know, one of the people came up and hmm. said, they're like, wow, we can't believe how good your kids were. Yeah. And, you know, wow. and, like, that was great to hear that. But it's like, I want that to change. It's like, oh, your kids are as great as we heard. Yes. You know, I want ah. it to change, you know, look that way. That's a good yeah. goal for two yeah. years. Mm-hmm. All right, Mr. Sharp, that's like a home run. So we're going <laughs> to switch to you right now. <laughs> Tell us what your role is at John Marshall High School. Uh, my role is an equity specialist. And the best way I try to describe it is I like to be a bridge from school to home. You, you know, teachers, admin, everyone are typically, you know, they have schedules that they have. My schedule's pretty open, and you know. If you haven't come to school for a few days, you know, I'm out in the hallways a lot. Mr. Rosick knows that. So, mm-hmm. like, sometimes I don't notice the kid is in there. So, you know, we can sit there and wonder, or I'll get in the car and go to their house. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I haven't seen is you there, for, like, four days. Like, is, what's going on? Does that surprise them? I bet, or <laughs> you know, if <laughs> Not I Not with a, Mr. Sharp anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Here he is again. <laughs> you know, like, I said, like, I won't go to just a random student. But, like, yeah. if I have that relationship with you, if you're not there for a while, you know, we try calling, send us an email, no answer. Yeah. We're not, I'm not going to give up on you. Like, no. I'm going to come find out, and we're going to find a way to get you back in the building. You know, because at the end of the day, that's our goal is to keep every kid in the building. You know, I would like to keep every kid who starts at JM stays at JM. Yes. You know, we have a lot of kids going over to AOC, which AOC is a great school. Right. Mm-hmm. It's for a lot of kids, but I don't want that to always be an option, that they have to do that. Like, I want our kids, you start something, you finish it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think, you know, that's something we got to try to get back to. Hmm. What um, what students can come to see you? Who, who can come and see you? Any students. There I'm in go. the community room. Everyone knows I'm in breakfast, you know, every morning. 
You can find me in the hallways. You can find me pretty much anywhere. Yeah. I'm not, you know, when people talk about the technology, I was one of the people who really didn't notice it because (laughs) I'm never on it in a school day anyway. So, like, much hasn't changed about my day. So, you know, I like to be visible, you know, because I think if you sit in your office, you can create bad habits. So I like for students Mm. to see me and see where I am. Makes a huge difference. And I, you know, it's interesting because, um, Viva, I hope you don't mind, but when I Mm -hmm. said Mr. Sharp can join us, Viva's response was right away, oh, yes, I love that. I love Mr. Sharp. Yeah. (laughs) But my guess is that, you you know, there are lots of kids who say that, that you maybe don't fully know who they even are, Mm -hmm. but because of what you represent and the way you move about our building, it's, it's filled with love and trust and empathy and care it's, it's pretty remarkable. I wish we had 50 Rodney yes. Sharps. Yeah, you know, and one of my big things is I didn't have that. And I'm not saying that John Marshall was bad when I was there. I love my experience at John Marshall. But one thing, you know, I always wish, I was like, I wish I had someone who just wasn't a teacher. Just like someone who, if I have a problem, I can go talk to. And I hope I'm that for uh, a lot of teacher students and I got to give a shout out to Miss Bender mm. because she was the one who saw something in me as a senior. I took her class, you know, I was trying to do take the easy route as <laughs> most seniors do, and she had a community awareness class and everyone's like go to the nursing home. You can display games, they feed you and all this and you know, I tried to sign up. She's like, "No, I'm sending you to a school." Yeah. She's like, "I see something in you that I think you're going to end mm. up working with kids one day." And at that time, I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> but it ended up coming full circle, and uh, I tell her that all the time. Like, you're the reason why I think I'm doing what I'm doing. Today. So we all have wow. to thank Miss Bender for that. <laughs> we're all reaping the benefits. Yeah. Uh, very cool. Well, we're glad you're here. Um, Biva, we're kind of coming to the end of our podcast. Ooh. It, did it meet your expectations? Oh, it did. Above and beyond. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> w- were your nerves settled as we progressed through yes. the show? yes. So, you know, as we get bigger and better, um, we did receive some microphones and a new computer for school. Huge shout out to Juma, who is on our second podcast, because uh, believe it or not, there were folks who are tech experts who said we couldn't do it. And guess how long it took Juma to set up those microphones? About two minutes. (laughs) So we're going to be able to do some small features at school so that we can... um, not overwhelm our wonderful and gracious host, Chris, who's just been phenomenal. And I am hoping he's enjoying his time with us, even after a long retreat to Good Earth Village. Um, Viva, do you have one last question for anybody here or for everybody here? Um, ooh, we'll do, we'll do a fun one, Good. a fun Lay quick on one us. for everybody. Uh, if you could meet one celebrity, who would you meet? <laughs> oh my God. This has never been asked. Oh, really? No. Wow, look at me with all these questions. <laughs> Ronnie, what do you got? That's a that's a hard one. I would celebrity. Say, I would say my favorite basketball player. That's Kevin Durant. I've I've loved. I'm a huge basketball fan. I love watching it from varsity to professionals. Uh, Kevin Durant's been like my favorite player since I was like I would say like six. Uh, he's my I don't even know. He's just a good basketball player. I debate with. A lot of my friends, older adults, about who the GOAT is. Michael but, Jordan? Yeah, M- Michael Jordan is the GOAT. Okay, all right, We're good. not going to get into that. <laughs> but I have, a lot of, I have a lot of debates about who the greatest scorer is. Oh, And guess wait. what? Yeah, uh, go ahead. Oh, yeah, I, I'll, I'll lead into that. Greatest scorer <laughs> is Kevin Durant. And we can also lead our way to Caitlin Clark. Mrs. Kraske doesn't really like her, but I'm a big fan of her. I love her. <laughs> is is there anything that you want to bring out for? Oh, yeah, I got some for Miss Crafty. Oh wow! Uh oh! Oh no! Okay, <laughs> listening audience, you can hear the crinkling of a bag, yes. and oh, pure joy God. upon. I got this at lunch. This shirt time, went to the mall. And got this Caitlin Clark shirt from Miss Grasky. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so from, it's from be, March Madness. Before we leave, I will take your picture, the two of you. Don't worry, we'll put this out for everybody to hear. So, Kevin Durant, why don't you slide that microphone over and let's hear if Miss Kraski would say Caitlin okay. Clark is a celebrity she'd well, like to meet. I mean, I am from <laughs> Iowa, but I, that was it, goes awesome, back to, right? it goes back to Lily Meister. Okay? Yeah, I, I know. Lily, Indiana. Right. Meisters are great friends of ours. <laughs> but 
I don't know. You'll, well, maybe I'll have to make a wager if I wear this or not. Yeah, I don't know. I I am actually a celebrity freak. I can tell you names of celebrities' children, and I remember all these weird facts about celebrities. Wow. I, it's, I mean, if I could work for People Magazine. Or really? Anything, yes. It's wow. very it's very odd. All right. Um, I can't remember details in books I teach, but <laughs> I can remember that stuff. I don't know who I would pick. I honestly don't. Um, the first person who came to mind is Oprah. Okay. She's just phenomenal. Um, I don't I don't even know what to say about her. She She's amazing. But there are a lot of people who I like and respect. Mm. Um, Matt Damon and Ben Affleck won an Oscar for Goodwill Hunting when they were like nobody's 24 right. years old. So... I don't know. And I like a lot of real housewives. I would just want to live their life. So I, I don't know if I could. I don't know if I could pick this one. This is awesome. Yeah, I, we could do a whole we podcast. We're learning a lot about. Yes. 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 Yeah. Oh. All right. I'll, I'll share. You know, I don't, I'm not a big, on the, on the opposite side of that. I'm not a huge celebrity knower or watcher. Um, but I am a huge fan of uh, Jack Johnson. I, I like everything about him because. I, it, so if I were to meet him, I would want to hang with Jack Johnson. You referenced Hawaii earlier. I would love to be barefoot for an entire week and eat delicious fresh fruit, potentially, you know, humiliate myself trying to surf with a guy who knows how to surf actually. But <laughs> uh, there's something about that that makes me feel very calm and, and thinking about it. So more than meeting him, it would be meeting his lifestyle and, and maybe allow him allowing me to access some of that budget so that I can live that lifestyle for a little bit. But that's the route I would take, I think. What about you, Beva? Who are you going to meet? Um, Yeah, kind of going off what you said, not a huge celebrity fan, but one that always comes to my mind is Michelle Obama. Mm. Um, God, I love her. <laughs> um, she's just so empowering. Like, you always hear about the changes she's making and you're like I want to follow in that like yeah. her book is amazing becoming represent <laughs> um it's amazing like you kind of read it and like you know when you get a good read and it, like changes your mind like that's kind of how I felt like hmm. ever just hearing about her and hearing about the things she does you're like I want to do that like you yeah. want to get your name like how her name is oh, represented cool. like yeah she just means a lot to me she so. has a pretty significant presence too she's yeah. someone that i would just be curious to see what it feels like to be in the same room yeah just yeah. be like i can't believe we breathe the same air <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, that's cool yeah mr sharp you got somebody I mj mean, the person it would be probably michael jordan i think that's the one person i would always want to meet but the person that did which isn't alive anymore would have been kobe bryant uh, that was my uh, favorite player you know my dog's named after him. my son was born oh, on his birthday oh, no really? way yeah oh, wow. ronnie your dog's named yeah, after him as well dog's name. i had a uh my guy family uh they had a dog named after him and kobe died what 2019 2020 2020 yeah and this dog my godparents their dog just died maybe two years ago okay. and his name his name was kobe too and i just got a dog two years ago too and i just followed him and named him after Kobe too. Yeah, so Kobe was. I used to watch Kobe videos on YouTube all the time. Yeah, and I still do to this day. All his motivational videos and everything like that. He was just a good person in life. It's like you watch it, you'll just be like, "Wow, he's not just a NBA player. He's more right. than just that." And he won an Oscar for mm. his yeah, letter to basketball when he mm. said goodbye to basketball, and they made uh, that into a an also animated a published short. author yes. mm. like. Yeah, who knew he won an Oscar for writing? Right. Yeah. Amazing. I know. Yeah. Yeah. I think well, Dr. Pakel's dog is named Kobe also. I think so. Wow. Yeah. Famous. Yeah. Wow. yeah. I think it's because Dr. Pakel can dunk so well. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mr. Dr. Pakel, that's the challenge. If you can dunk or not, we need you on the next podcast. <laughs> All right, you all, this has been an absolute treat. Um, thank you so much for joining us. Viva, you did sensationally thank as the co-host today. Um, you, and, you know, Ronnie and Miss Kresge, I was a little nervous. I thought maybe I'd have to sit between the two of you, but you were very cordial. Oh, it was a love, full love, no yeah. love, hate today whatsoever. Yeah. She even accepted the Caitlin Clark shirt, which we weren't hey, sure she how she was going to wear gonna... that tomorrow. She'll, yeah, right. Agree? Okay. I, I, I will. I'm a person of my Shirt sometime next oh week. no yeah. don't do it yeah. don't do it as a hawk fan you can't yeah, do it i'm not a hawk fan so you're a caitlin I, clark yeah, fan. yeah i'm a caitlin it's clark fan ellis yeah. well in ellis you got another they got transfer yeah. 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 
LSU, uh, I might have to hop on that. <laughs> so we got bandwagon. Over yeah, there. I can yeah, see I, that I will, completely. Will, like I, I whoever's hot, I'm going there. <laughs> That's Andrew's, all right. I love the Andrew Reese and Caitlin Clark interact. That was yeah. that was yeah. a great competition yeah. for sure. Yes. All right, everyone. Um, thank you for listening. This is our fourth podcast. Thank you to our chief engineer Chris for the four <laughs> fingers that he displayed to help me remember. Um, I love each and every one of these. Uh, we're going to keep keep going. I do have some exciting news that we're going to push our podcast into the summer. Um, we're going to be Ooh. partnering with Mayo Clinic and some Mayo Clinic students um, that are, are going into all sorts of uh, areas in, in medicine. So we're going to be talking about the combination of high school and college uh, over the summer, too. But I think we can probably sneak one more podcast in before this year wraps for sure. Our graduation is coming up June 10th. We have a um, senior recognition that's happening. We have prom this Saturday that's happening. Oh, my gosh. So the year is coming to a close very, very quickly, um, and our Rockets are doing amazing things. So from everyone at JM, thank you. Uh, Be kind to each other. We love you, and uh, go Rockets. Yay. (laughs) Thanks, everybody.